I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is sponsored by our longtime listener, Valerie M. Thank you again for all your prayerful support as well as financial support to keep us on the air on ACN Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Becky, what's going on today? Nothing. Nothing at all is going on. All is calm in the world. Yes. Hey, Trump has not been indicted yet. If you're worried about that, don't be. He's got some good lawyers. He's got some money. He'll be all right. I wasn't really ever worried. Yeah, me either. Well, I'm telling you, it's it's they're trying to make us look one way once again. The old hey, look at what the left hand's doing while the right hand closes all our banks. Mm-hmm. Also, not something to be worried about. God will prevail. Mm-hmm. Jesus is still on the throne. Mm-hmm. The tomb is still empty. I just, as Christians, you know, ask me, what do you think about these bank collapse and? Banks, uh, now many a bank's collapsing. I don't care. It, and it, not surprised. Yeah, it's going to stink. What do, what do you think about Trump, his indictment? Seems like some, for lack of a better word, trumped up <laughs> charges on the man. Once again, if you look at who is persecuting the right, it's a George Soros-backed DA out of Manhattan who has pushed for violent criminals to not be charged. Yet for a guy that... Paid some hush money to a porn star who denied everything to begin with, whose lawyer is now in prison. Come on now. If you're falling for it, don't. Wise up. Trump knows what he's doing. He'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Pray for America. That's what I will say. Yeah. We are under spiritual attack daily. We always have been. I just think that the enemy now has way more weapons to attack our children, to attack our minds. Yep. That if you're not constantly in the word daily, meditating on it, you're going to get fearful. You're going to think that things are going to heck in a handbasket. Is that what the old folks say? Sort of. Yeah. It's okay to say hell when you're actually talking about hell. Oh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> hey, we are told in the book that persecution will come, bad times will come, but guess what? If you know who your Savior is, your salvation is sealed. Be easy going. Let it roll. I mean, I get frustrated at all the garbage I see going on, and I want to change the world. Well, God finally showed me, you're going to change the world one soul saved at a time. That's how we do it. Talk to your neighbors about Jesus. Talk to your coworkers about Jesus. Get to work. That's what I got to say, right? Mm-hmm. When you ever, Jesus didn't come to earth the first time and just kind of hang out. No, he started working at age 12. Yeah. We don't know what he did between 12 and 30, but I bet you he was working. He was a carpenter. Maybe he was learning. Yeah. He was also Unless learning. he already this. knew everything. I don't know. He was learning how to be a carpenter. There you go. But his those three-year ministry that we hear about, he was walking everywhere. We don't walk anywhere anymore. Mm-mm. So that, that's, that's what, when I think of our Savior, I think of we need to be working. Some people say that's not the right attitude. I don't know. We ain't really well, got a- anything not, better. Not working isn't the right attitude. Yeah. Just sitting and waiting for his return. If you're saved, hey, you'll still get to go up. 
but man, I want to get all those crowns I can. I want. Or how about I want as many people to come with us yeah. as possible? Who cares about crowns when it comes to other people's soul? I mean, not that we shouldn't care about it. Yeah. But, but through sharing the gospel is how you get those. It's how souls are won. Uh-huh. Don't be afraid to work. Don't be afraid to get into your church and volunteer for things. Don't be afraid to get your church out into the community either. Yeah. That's every time I talk to somebody, I ask, do you think the world needs more or less Jesus in it right now? Every time? Well, every time we talk about this subject. <laughs> I know. And there's only one way to get more Jesus into the world is by us being in the world. Not looking like the world, no, but being like the world. That's a whole other show. Yep. So the scripture I want to talk about today is from John 12. I was reading this today and. I was reading it to prove a point to Calvinists, but... Even though there aren't any here in our house. Yeah. But, of <laughs> course, as I'm reading it, I'm also getting other blessings from the the other red letters. Right? So, John 12 and verse 25 says, He that loveth, loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. And if any man serve me, him will my father honor. I got to say, I'm not trying to be prideful, but our little cut into that, it was a, a pretty smooth transition, I think, right? Working for Jesus, getting Jesus in the world. Maybe I did that on purpose. I don't know. But what I'm saying here, and what I, when, what Jesus is saying, and what I would like you guys to, to see, is if you want the honor of the Father, you serve Jesus. You, no one else, right? Mm-hmm. To me, I want life eternal. I want to follow Jesus. I want to hate my life. That term hateth doesn't mean like I hate hate. It means that I'm done with, right? I'm, you don't put it first. You don't, put it last. Yeah. Because our lives here, once you are saved, you should start to see. And I'm not saying it's an immediate change, but you should start to see a shift. Maybe it is an immediate change. Hey. For some people, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But for most of us, it's a gradual change. For me, I guess. Mm-hmm. That, but every day we should be working to be a better person than the we were, we were today, the day before. Oh, getting a little tongue-tied here. <laughs> you know, ask forgiveness of your sins. We sin every day. We're a sin-filled creature, correct? Yeah, because we still live in our flesh. Yeah. And if, if we're looking to look more like Jesus, we need to be his servant. When someone looks at you, they should be there, you know, there's a Christian. There's a there's a servant of Christ. And it's okay if you get hung up on, you know, what this world throws at you. Take a breath. Recenter yourself. Recalibrate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Focus back on what Jesus would have you do. Right? How to treat one another. That's a tough one for me. Me too, unfortunately. Yeah, and it probably is for a lot of people. We get angry. We get fed up with people. With drivers in the Pacific Northwest. Now I'm, I'm branching out all across Washington State here because I've driven on both sides of the mountain. <laughs> but you got you got to learn to cope. You got to learn to love. It's a tough one, mm-hmm. right? He tells us to love our enemies, doesn't he? Yeah. Why did he have to say that? I don't know. Maybe the goal should be have no enemies, then you don't have to. Yeah. Try so hard to love everybody. Well, I think if you love your enemies, they stop becoming your enemies. Whatever you are in their eyes, that's one thing. But if you were to look at, let's say, just this demonic left, transgender, abortion, because that's what it is. The left now is so wrapped up in transgenderism two things. and abortion. Yeah. They don't care about anything else. Nope. They're getting racist beyond. 
a shadow of a doubt. There was a, a story from uh, The View. They're always so good. <laughs> a black reporter questioned the new press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, and The View basically got racist against this black reporter because they didn't go along with the narrative. So if you don't go along with the narrative, it's okay to be racist mm. or have racism thrown against you. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not a racist guy. I don't understand how it works. But going on into the <clears throat> further into this chapter, excuse me, in verse 32 says, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. And that's kind of, I read, was reading this passage today to get to that point. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, Calvinists, how do you answer this? But to me, it just, it, uh, it invokes a sense of hope in me because we know that Jesus was lifted up. Mm-hmm. The ascension has happened. And he will draw all men unto him, unto the Father. That's awesome. Because that means that even... If you look at your life in the most lost, the most desperate person out there that you could think of, Jesus is still calling them. Yep. It's If they're still breathing, it's never too late, which means it's never too late for you to continue to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse there or a live horse because our king is alive. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think everything you just said. Oh, you did that the other show, too. Well, what do you want from me? To All disagree? Right. No, that wouldn't be good. I had to think about that, but no. <laughs> no I always appreciate Becky's take on it and her perspective, because she's probably a, a better biblical scholar than I am. Oh, I did have something to say, though, oh, okay. but I didn't want to cut you off. When I said the goal should be to have no enemies, that is basically impossible this day and age when you are speaking the gospel or telling people about the Jesus or the Jesus, telling people about Jesus or just talking about the Bible in general. You will make enemies. Yep. And that's when it's hard to love them is when they're... That's what makes me infuriated is when I see people... I mean, I get mad when I see people attacking people. Mm-hmm. But when I see or hear that, you know, Jesus wasn't real, God isn't real, that infuriates me as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for me not to be like, you're such a stupid idiot because that's what they do to me because mm-hmm. I believe... But that's not the right attitude to have. And that is hard to overcome. It is. It is. And it, it's only through love that you will overcome that, right? If you fe- yes. have those same feeling, feelings as Becky has, when you start to just have love for them, like, I see you attacking mm-hmm. my Christ. It's okay. He's been attacked worse. He's been beaten and scourged and denied. Mm-hmm. And it's also... Um, Oh, I just lost my train of thought mid-thought. Hmm. Huh. It's also, it's <laughs> tough for me. Oh, I know where I was going. It's, not only is it anger, but it's sadness if they don't ever come to the realization that they need Christ and where they're going to end up in mm-hmm. hell. It's like she could read that on my big old forehead, because that that's what a, exactly say? what I was going to say. <laughs> but to me, it is. It's a sadness. When you look at someone that rejects the offer of salvation, mm-hmm. it's so easy. We're not saying when you get saved that your life is all roses and gumdrops, mm-hmm. lollipops, gumdrops, I don't know. Whatever. It, it It's probably going to be worse. The persecution starts. Mm-hmm. The guilt starts. I actually heard a story of a lady who came out of, she was teaching kundalini yoga mm, in, in a martial arts studio, and she was completely happy, and everything was going great, and then she found, or she was saved mm-hmm. and 
then obviously the Holy Spirit convicted her of doing teaching yoga, and that's when the demons that were residing with her, mm-hmm. not in her, mm-hmm. because she's saved at this point, but that's when they started attacking her, and that's when she was feeling the spiritual oppression and the demon, not possession of her body, but in her home. Mm-hmm. She had to do a not an exorcism, <laughs> obviously, but she, but had the, to get it she out didn't there. have the oppression or the attacks spiritually until she was saved. Demons will make you comfortable mm-hmm. in your own skin when you're as long as you're going against God, you will be just fine. So mm-hmm. I mean that's not to scare people away from being saved, but Yeah. You gotta arm yourself. Yeah, to put it in a sports analogy, if anybody likes sports out there. I'm sure everybody knows who Michael Jordan is, right? Teams did not plan their defense around the 12th guy on the team that never got off the bench. Right. It was Jordan. They wanted to, they needed to defend against the greatest ever. And so that's what Satan does. If you're sitting on the sidelines, I. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're doing my work for me. As soon as you step out onto that court and you start proclaiming, that's when he comes hard. That's when Mm -hmm. the demons that if they had been sitting around you, they want to oppress even harder. Yeah. It's it's a wild time. Yeah. But remember, prayer, meditation on the word, mm-hmm. being with like-minded people. This is how we'll get through it. Yep. This is how we'll lift one another up so that he's lifted up. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Yes. And so switching gears here, we do have some more. Uh, we have some Christianity in the news. We got some uh, we got some sound effects today. But real yeah. quick, I want to talk about an event on April 15th. It's the Spokane County GOP's Lincoln Day Gala for 2023. This is one of their biggest fundraisers if you'd like to help support the GOP because that's what they need to get the messaging out to fight the liberal Democrats. Mm-hmm. The there There's going to be a lot of money poured into this election this year. Lisa Brown running for Spokane mayor. You know the left is going to pour the money. It's going to come from outside the state, which is crazy, mm. because they want to get their, their garbage pushed through here in Spokane. Nadine, you've been in over your head, it seems like. But Lisa Brown is coming. She's well-backed, horribly dressed. Can't say that. <laughs> Anywho, Spokane County GOP Lincoln Day Gala the at the Davenport Grand, April 15th. Keynote speaker is Harmeet Dillon, constitutional lawyer, won two cases in Supreme Court. Come here, here, speak. Right? You get dinner, black tie optional. You can uh, sponsor a table, which seats up to 10 people. I believe the standard price right now is $250, $250. This is all donations, right? It's it's helping. That's for one ticket. A yep. table is $2,250. Yep. But you split that by, you know, 10 people. It's the same price. You all get to sit together then, right? Yep. So you want to help out, check it out. You can go to the Spokane County GOP website, and there's links on there. Once again, it's April 15th at the Davenport Grand in the – Keynote speaker is Harmeet Dillon. You've seen her on Tucker. You've seen her all over the place. The, the lady knows the Constitution and how to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, Becky found some crazy stuff on the old social medias here. Yeah. So, I've been doing, uh, I guess, just listening to people talk about CERN. Mm-hmm. The, the Large, Large Hadron, Hadron Collider. Collider. Yep. And what their goal is with that, which is recreating the Big Bang Theory and learning about outer space, black holes, and how you can connect 
demonic activity with everything around those. Hmm. And so I stumbled across this. I'm way too scared to get into this realm. <laughs> hey, it refreshed. Hang on one second. Uh -huh. No, it's all right. I'll... So what it is is they've got, what, the uh, the deep space telescopes, right? The listening devices. Mm -hmm. They're listening to a black hole, correct? As yes. You, as you try to so pull it NASA up. So NASA re released a sound of a black hole. Let me read this for you. Chilling audio clip of a supermassive black hole located 250 million light years away. I don't know how they. That's almost that, as old as Joe Biden. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi age right there. Yeah. Come on, that's not nice. But anyways, I, I listened to it, and I will have nightmares tonight, and so yeah. I figured you all could have nightmares along with me. So here we go. This is from a black hole, 250 million. That is creepy. Yeah. And it goes, you know. It, I don't think this is false. I very much believe this is what a black hole sounds like. Hey, I believe in science. Yeah. Anyways, so we're all going to have nightmares tonight. Yeah, as she played that for me, I was, I didn't know what she was playing. I was like, <laughs> what, are you listening to demons over there? Is that someone's house? That's horrible. No, this is, this is what we want to mess with. We want to get out there. And God created the universe. Never forget that. Yeah. And there is a place called hell. Yep. There is a demonic realm where these beasts live, or whatever they are. There's, yeah, there's a spiritual realm, and they it's real, mm -hmm. whether you want to admit it or not. I believe that there are portals, and I, you know, without a whole two-hour show, we can access those, mm -hmm. even on accident. And I think the CERN Hedron, you know, CERN Switzerland, it's not... Yeah, that's not the name of it. It's the... actually underground. And it's on the border of two countries. Yeah, and I think it's now. I might be getting this mixed up with the Goddard Tunnel. It's seventeen miles long. Either way, no, it it goes into two countries. It's so long. What they're doing is accelerating particles mm -hmm. and smashing them together. And they even the people that are conducting these experiments, whatever you want to call it, even said this is going to open up something, and we're going to send something over to the other side, but we don't know what could come through. And and these people are not atheists, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. These people are Satanists. Mm -hmm. They're Luciferians. They believe in they believe in the fem the goddess of heaven. The rituals at the opening of this tunnel and the reopening of this tunnel, very satanic, very demonic. And I fully believe that what we just heard is what an actual black hole sounds like, which I know is not the same thing. But it all connects. Well, they, that's what they could screw around and they could create a black hole. Is Absolutely. What, that is a side effect. And I'm like, hey, thanks, man. That would suck the whole world. Boom, done. Why would you mess with that? Especially after two people, Stephen Hawking and Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm -hmm. both warned against this. And this is their field of expertise. Mm -hmm. They are smart men. Mm -hmm. And they warned against this. And Godless, but smart. Yeah. But, it, here, but they here it continued is. forward with it. If you're too top tier guys in the field say hey man don't do this like you're playing with fire if they're scared because they know but these people are luciferians mm -hmm. they, they don't care bring it on yeah. i know where my family's salvation rests my mine if if this is how you end the world do it if this is how you open those portals jesus will come down yeah the that one verse that i can never memorize for the life of me is in second thessalonians let the one who letteth mm -hmm. let, let 
be taken out of the way. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to be when, if they're successful with this Hedron Collider, that... Large, large it, Hedron Collider. Sorry. That that could open up the gates of hell. And, mm-hmm. and God may be using these demon Dummies. people yeah. to usher in. Hey. What is going to... I think in the end, ender times... The more enderer times? Mm-hmm. That it is going to be hell on earth. And there's going... I mean, well, we read about it in Revelation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just an illustration. I think those creatures are going to be real. Oh, yeah. And they will be, I think, sucked out of the pits of hell. There's going to be creatures. If you take it as metaphorical or not, the, what they're just... They're going to be creatures. There's going to be mm-hmm. things that are going to oppress, like... Whatever it's it's in it's written. We take the the Bible as the completed word of God. We got to let it roll. Yeah, like, he'll take care of us. Mm-hmm. Get closer to him. Want to stay with Christianity in the news? Uh, this is well. This is from today. This is from uh, the Gateway Pundit. You guys know we love reading articles from the Gateway Pundit. Joe Hoff, Jim Hoff. I think they're twins. Started it, but this one's by Anthony Scott. Two Israeli ultra-Orthodox lawmakers proposed a bill that would send Christians to prison for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. When I hear that, I said, yeah, it's time for me to go to Israel. <laughs> you want to send me to prison? Come on now. This is The Jewish people are some of the most oppressed ever. And now you want to send Christians who are the, the same God. Mm-hmm. You guys are just missing the boat on Jesus. They are still God's chosen people, so I have a heart for the Israeli, the nation of Israel, the Jewish people. But the country itself is a pretty secular, secular, godless country right now. But God's chosen people are still his chosen people, and we need to honor them. But here it goes. The article says two members of Israelis, 120-member Knesset, I believe is how you say it. That's their Israeli, Israel's Congress, have introduced a bill that would completely ban sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. The new bill was introduced by two ultra-Orthodox members, of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's coalition. Everybody loves, they call him, what do they call him over there? Everybody loved him. He's, you know, he's like the Trump of Israel, whatever. He got voted out and somehow got voted back in. Mm-hmm. He is, to me, what I've seen in, in recent history, he's the most pro-Jewish prime minister they've had. Hmm. The rest want to sell the country to whatever Iran so the bill is S-757-1996 would place any believer in prison for one year if they are found telling others about Jesus. Huh. That that should prove how real he is. If mm-hmm. you're so offended that you have to put people in jail for even talking about him, hey, that's enough. This is the next section, and Becky would be locked up forever. This new bill would also ban any distribution of tracts or any other literature that attempts to convert citizens of Israel to Christianity. Hmm. Per the Baptist press, Christian witnessing could become a crime punishable by a year in jail if a bill now being considered by the Israeli government becomes law. It would alter Israel's penal code to prohibit inducement for religious conversion and sets a one-year jail term for whoever possesses contrary to the law or points or imports tracts or publishes things in which there is an inducement for religious conversion. I mean, that's a lot of words, but of course it's from the government, so that's how it goes. Does it say there's a lot of support for this bill? I mean, what are the odds of it actually passing? I don't know, but it also says that it would authorize the government to confiscate any tract or advertisement. You like that? Advertisement? No. 
So according to the U.S. Department of State, it is already illegal to proselytize, convert, proselytize. I can never get that word. Sorry. Convert <laughs> minors in the nation of Israel to any religion. Huh. I wonder if they let them change genders, though. Probably. There's only two genders. But anyways, you can go to the Gateway Pundit and read more about it. Uh, they're written by Anthony Scott. We love them. Uh, Gateway Pundit, I don't know Anthony Scott. Just crazy. This is the world we're living. Hey, you're going to go to jail for a year for trying to share Jesus with people in his homeland. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you believe that Jesus is the Messiah or not. You admit that he was a man. There's historical evidence that he walked the earth right there. In Jerusalem. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, man. You know what they say on ESPN? Uh, it's, uh, no, that's a... Well, I mean, they probably say it there, too. It's Chris Carter. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. So... I'm going to jump over to National File here. I don't like this group, Amnesty International. I think there's a lot of hooey, but they're saying, and if they're saying this, because I believe they're leftist run, but Amnesty International admits that Ukraine is using children as human shields. Sick. So you, this is by Frankie Stocks on National File. Uh, Amnesty International has admitted that Ukraine is using children and other civilians as human shields in its war against Russia, launching attacks from populated areas and turning schools, hospitals, and homes into military outposts, all things that Amnesty International says constitutes a violation of humanitarian law. Mm -hmm. This is war, and war is horrible. I don't care what side you're on, mm -hmm. Ukraine, Russia. I'm on, on either side. I am so anti-war, it's crazy. I feel like a 1969 hippie. <laughs> Minus the hair. Yeah. Okay. But this is, you know, there is the Geneva Convention, these laws that were put out, you know, you're not supposed to shoot a Red Cross tent mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You're not supposed to launch stuff from areas where heavily populated schools, hospitals, whatnot, because then they're going to say, well, we saw missiles come from there and we're, we're going to blow it up. Right. They're supposed to be an etiquette to war, which is crazy to say, but yeah. to me... This needs to end. It, it's just wasted lives mm -hmm. for global elitist scum. I don't care if you're a Putin guy. He is from the WEF's Young Leaders Coalition. Zelensky, same thing. They're two sides to the same coin. Exactly. And I understand what Russia is saying, that NATO is getting too close. But we need to pray that this war would end. Mm -hmm. And we need to pray that people can turn back to God because I do believe that Russia and Ukraine, the people of them, the great people of these countries, are God-fearing people. Mm -hmm. They don't need this garbage. I don't. I, I bet you, if you were to go on the ground and you were to talk to the people of the areas, they don't want to fight. These are two stupid military-minded people going at it. Yep. That's my two Better cents. Safe. Yeah. Safe in there. You'll never see Putin or Andrew. Zelensky. Have them get out there an old Western draw. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Fight it out like men. Winner takes all. <laughs> you two shoot each other. We don't care. I kid. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, you can check us out on podcasts, social media. Be vigilant. Be vigilant 11 on Twitter. Becky, I thank you for your input. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed what you had to hear, to, what we had to say, and what you got to hear today. Until next time, remember be sober, be vigilant. To the old me God made me a new